Hi, this is Dustin from Facts and Firearms. Welcome to episode four of the blog and podcast, originally aired on Friday, March 6th. 2020. Earlier this week, I had the great pleasure of talking to Amy Way for an interview for the podcast. She is a United States Air Force flight nurse. She's also a CrossFit coach. She's also a tactical game shooter and overall just excellent person to talk to and, and pick the brain of when it comes to what it's like to be a woman in this field and also just a little bit of insight on what tactical games is like and also hear a little bit about her military service. Before we get there, though, I do want to tell you that we are partnering with Gun Stuff TV to do a giveaway. You'll want to check out factsandfirearms.com to get more information on that. But the giveaway is going to be for one of our slides for G19 and one of our tinned barrels for G19. Now, you'll know that uh, if you're familiar with facts and handgun barrels, you'll know that we have our patented flame flute uh, profile and also our select 10 PVD coating. Super excited to be giving this away. It's going to be one of our Hellfire slides complete with the night vision sights. You're going to want to make sure that you get signed up for that. So make sure you slide on over to factsandfirearms.com for all the info. Sign up for the mailing list and you won't miss a beat. Before we get any farther, let's welcome Amy to the podcast. So I joined the Air National Guard when I was 17 um, here in Mississippi. I originally wanted to become a pilot, so I went in as an aircraft mechanic on the KC-135 Stratotanker. They are the ones that do the in-flight refueling. So it was just generalized maintenance, changing tires, changing brakes, um, refueling, changing the oil, that kind of thing. And I absolutely loved it. I got to travel a lot. Um, and then I believe in 2009, we got BRACT, which is the base realignment and closure list. So they went through a period of about two years where they were um, getting some new aircraft in. I was already a nurse on the civilian side. Um, I never really wanted to work in a clinic on base. So mm -hmm. I transferred to um, another unit where they have an air evacuation squadron for flight nurses and techs. And so our mission now currently is um, we'll fly into these other countries. We'll pick up wounded soldiers and airmen and, and bring them back. Um, you're basically taking them out of one area and transporting them to an area that's got a higher echelon of care somewhere where there's a better hospital or better treatment facilities. And then eventually they make their way back to the States and closer to home. Got it. And you said your first time kind of picking up and really kind of, you know, practicing, you know, firearms and, and tactical training. It was when you were in basic training. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was, um, I think it was probably my first time picking up, uh, in 16. Um, yeah. and so it was a lot of fun. It's, I don't know, kind of fell in love with it. And like I said, all it's always just been recreationally, just going out to somebody's house and shooting, you know, getting some target practice in in the backyard, out the country. Yeah. Um, so. So, um, so is with this kind of being your first, you know, few steps into the competition world, um, you know, you talked about the, the community that happens in tactical games, and that was something that was yeah. appealing to you. And obviously, there seems to be a lot of crossover between that and uh, and, and what you do with with CrossFit. Um, yeah. So when you were looking at it, was it Ta you knew tactical games was the one you wanted to do. Were you interested in starting in another one or how, how did that, how did you fall on that decision? I think 
the allure of the tactical games was the CrossFit aspect of it. So it was kind of within my comfort zone, I, I feel like. Um, I kind of already knew that aspect of it. And I felt like it was, I had strengths in both areas. And and that's the really cool thing about tactical games is you don't have to be the best shooter. You don't have to be the, the one that's in the best shape out there. You have to be consistently above average in both areas. Um, kind of a neat thing. One of the battles in this last tactical games, I think I was the last, it was a long run. It was like a two mile run through the, woods and these muddy trails and I was the last one to come in on my heat but I had the best shooting in that stage I actually won that stage so you don't have to be the best at any one particular thing you just have to be be consistent um pretty much across the board yeah and it'll definitely test you but yeah the community um my very first tactical games I got out there I'd actually decided I was not going to do it at the last minute because I was watching all these other girls on Instagram and kind of getting in my head. Like I'm sure a lot of people do. You just, you, and I guess that goes with anything. You just kind of self doubt creeps in and you see people's um, best foot forward that they put out there on social media. And so right. it kind of got in my head. I decided I really wasn't going to do it. And then um, the don't quit part of May kicked back in. I was like, no, you're going to do this. You're going to get out there and make a fool out of yourself. Yeah. And it actually, <laughs> this is what kind of made it for me. I got out there and I kind of turned into everybody's charity case. Um, I was, there weren't that many women out there, first of all. And I got out there, I think I had a one point sling and these guys parked out next to me. Where they basically came over and they said, okay, that's not going to work. We've got an extra sling you can borrow here. <laughs> use this. Yeah. Here, these magazine pouches are better. Use this, use this. I've, almost had to make a list of stuff that I needed to give back to people at the end of the weekend yeah. because everybody was so supportive. And that's really, that could have made, made or break, you know, could have made the weekend or broke it. And it definitely um, just made the whole experience that much better. So something you mentioned was, you know, the, the sheer fact that there's not, um, there's not always the same amount of female shooters as there are male shooters in these things. And, and so, you know, how, how is that? I mean, I, I'm just recently in the industry as a professional, you know, just like you kind of grew up and, and shooting and doing different things and, and being in a family that, you know, had, uh, uh, you know, military members, both active duty and retired. And, but this was my first foray in actually being like an industry insider, you know? And yeah. so something I've found is just, there seems to be, kind of varying levels of where, um, where women kind of fit into the industry. And, 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 and frankly, I, I, I feel badly that it seems to be a bit of an uphill climb because it's either, you know, it's either there's folks who are kind of like brought up into it and maybe they were, you know, um, target shooters as kids and did like youth teams and things like that. And then there's just like an awful lot of kind of the, the, the gun bunny scene and it's, you know, and that's not really where facts and falls. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, what is, what is that like? I mean, being in the thick of it and being, you know, a professional, you know, in the military and then going into, you know, competition shooting. I mean, do you, do you feel that these opportunities are opening up? Do you feel like it's a little less of a boys club? I mean, it, I hate to to put you on the spot or pigeonhole you, but it's something yeah, that obviously like, I can't speak to. So I'm, I'm curious yeah. to see what it's like. 
Now, as far as like the two gun side and three gun side, I really can't speak to that because I'm not, I'm still very new to all that, trying to um, familiarize myself with it and, and kind of ease into that side of things. But as far as the tactical games go, there's definitely not nearly as many women competitors. And I, and I think it goes back to, as far as the tactical game side of things goes, there are some, as far as the women competitors, there are some three gunners, professional three gunners. There are some law enforcement, um, some military, but it's, I would say the majority of the ones that I've, I've met are um, prior law enforcement mm-hmm. um, or they were introduced to it because their husbands competed and they saw the community and they saw how, how much fun it was. And maybe they had a background in CrossFit and so they're really fit. So they had um, some firearms training and, and kind of eased into it that way. The community though is so supportive um, that it makes it really easy to do. And it's a, non-judgmental I don't know everybody is cheering for the last person out there it's just an amazing environment yeah and I mean it can be you know it, it can be kind of scary you know kind of making the first jump in even as a you know, a firearms enthusiast, if you kind of ju- just grew up as like maybe hunting or, you know, mm-hmm. shooting tin cans with a 22 or something, and then you decide, okay, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to buy my first AR. Um, you know, that's part of the reason we made the first line series is, okay, how could we get people into a solid gun that's going to be practical, that's still going to be American made, but it isn't going to freak people out. You know, it isn't going to freak yeah. you out on the wallet and it's not going yeah. to make you a laughing stock in the community because I think there are more people kind of opening up better to beginners and things. But obviously I run all of our social media. So I see, <laughs> you know, I see yeah. people are like, you're an idiot if you don't do this one thing that I like. And and you got to you got to draw the line between, OK, this is a taste and a preference versus this is, you know, objective, you know, objective data. So like to hear that people were offering you slings and and trying to to help you out on your first one, that 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 to me is a good pulse of something moving in the right direction. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So what did you use from Faxon in this last tactical games? <sighs> okay, so um a step back for a second. So my, the first tactical games that I competed in I used a different rifle. Um, I, I borrowed everything. Nothing was mine. I didn't have any of my own equipment. So um, I knew after that one that weight was an issue for me. Um, you, ha- We have to, our full kit consists of a 12-pound um, plate carrier, uh, and you have to be able to hold up to five magazines per weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, full, depending on what the loadout is. So I knew that I wanted to cut weight where I could, and the rifle was just, an obvious um, choice there. So right after my first tactical games, I decided I was going to build, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to build my first rifle. <laughs> so um, I have a spreadsheet and everything. It was really fun. I had um, calculated the <laughs> ounces to grams and grams to ounces. So I could really nitpick everything, but um, just researching and I knew I wanted to use a fax and barrel and the lightweight bolt carrier group. Um, I went with a 10 and a half inch pencil barrel and the um, lightweight BCG. Those were, um, I think I had maybe 
some stuff laying around, um, like uh, an air precision upper and lower stuff here that I use, but I have shot with that at a tactical game skirmish and then, which is the one day event, three, mm-hmm. three battles. And then the two day event, um, this about a couple weeks ago. And I was really impressed with everything. Um, there were some people, we get into a lot of weird, awkward positions, um, with the rifle and there were people having misfires and, um, you know, rounds weren't ejecting properly. I had not a single issue with any of that. Like it performed flawlessly the whole weekend. So I was really, I was really excited and really impressed with that. So, yeah. Um, Great. Well, and that's at the heart and soul of our ion ultralight rifle, you know, and, and, you know, I was at shot show with the team, uh, gosh, I guess two months ago now. And, um, you know, that was one of my favorite things to do is to hand somebody a full mass bolt carrier and then hand them our lightweight BCG and to feel the difference. And also, Mm -hmm. you know, you're thinking, okay, not just getting rid of some weight on the barrel, but also we're losing, you know, reciprocating mass and all that kind of stuff. But people look at it and they're like, oh my gosh, is this going to hold? Um, And they're surprised when it, you know, when it does. And and we we had one of the ions there that had, gosh, like, it was a range rental gun. I think we had over like 20,000 rounds through it, you know, mm-hmm. and it's still, you know, it's still holding up really, really well. So, Amy, where can people find you? If they want to get in touch with you, they want to follow you on Instagram, where can they find you? So on Instagram, I'm CrossFit Amy. Um, it kind of started off as like a personal page just to kind of map my journey, you know, fitness and getting better with CrossFit and different lifts and things. And then, um, I made it public and started integrating my shooting and tactical games. And, um, it's kind of, it's kind of a hodgepodge of different things now, but you know, mainly my fitness and shooting stuff. So CrossFit Amy is Instagram. Very good. And that's, that all I use. <laughs> and what's on your docket? Where, where are you going to be next? Do you have your next competition scheduled? Or are you curious yes. about a couple that are coming up? I potentially have. I'm still trying to work out the details. But Tactical Games is going to be in Burnett, Texas um, in two weekends from now. On the, I think it's March 14th and 15th. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm planning on being there. And then I've heard it's a great course. And then... Um, in may (laughs) snow range buddy um in may south carolina at gti it's it's a really 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 neat course um i think it's called government training institute it's a decommissioned nuclear facility so there's a lot of sim rounds being fired inside um yeah it's it sounds like it's It's a really (laughs) very good well amy thank you so much for joining us we look forward to talking to you again good luck and uh, we'll talk to you soon like amy said she uses one of our pencil barrels as well as one of our lightweight bcgs if you were interested in getting one of those or both of those for yourself feel free to slide on over to factsandfirearms.com you'll want to click on barrels and accessories and you'll find exactly what you need Now, to not spoil the surprise too much, I do want to let you know that this weekend, in honor of Daylight Savings Time, we're going to have a special event happening at factsandfirearms.com, especially if you're interested in our 9mm integral barrels as well as our bolt carrier groups.
Thanks for joining us on the podcast this week. Make sure you like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Also on YouTube, Spotify, Podbean, wherever you like to get your content. We would love for you to follow us there. And as always, find more information about the products we talked about today and more at factsandfirearms.com.